Welcome to this week's edition of What Does He Say? A weekly podcast dedicated to examining the world around us and understanding what God says about what's happening in our society. I'm your host, Dave Hotard. Thanks for joining us. This week, we'll be focusing on two main topics. One, we'll review some of the things that are happening around the world, some of the big news headlines that we've been reading and seeing daily, and we'll discuss what impact that has for us as members of society, functioning members of this world, and exactly where our faith should be as we go through what are considered challenging times right now. Now, in weeks past, we focused on one particular major issue that's continuing to plague the world, and that's the COVID-19 pandemic. As things have kind of gone on a roller coaster trend globally in terms of high impact and low impact through different regions, the pandemic still continues to be weighing heavily on a lot of people's minds. But as that either rises up or dies down, there's always something else around the corner that's happening and developing. If you look around globally, you're seeing massive, massive supply chain issues all around the world where logistics coordination is getting more and more difficult by the day, more and more expensive by the day, and there's just not enough capacity of skilled labor and service from certain providers for these global trade partners to continue their regular work on a daily basis. Well, with that comes supply chain issues, obviously, higher prices. You see a lot of inflation going on around the U.S. especially, which where we're based, that has a major impact on the everyday consumer. So as you look at what's happening on the economic side, you see massive spikes in prices of fuel, groceries, almost all consumer goods have gone through the roof over the last six months to a year. And these supply chain issues continue to happen. And much like the COVID pandemic, we see what's been happening globally is that at one point in time in history, it would only affect maybe a certain portion of the world or a certain region where you have these types of issues happening at the same time. But with these recent developments globally, we've been seeing the impact is across every region. So whether it's in the Americas, in Europe, in Asia, wherever it is, we're seeing these massive impacts to the global supply chain. Something unlike has ever happened in the course of history is happening right now. Coincidence? I don't really think so. If you look at the developments and how things are going to go biblically and in the history that has been written in the Bible, all of these things are coming to pass and these global impact situations that are affecting everybody are unheard of from the human perspective, but biblically speaking, they're completely expected. So we know that these things should be happening and are happening for a reason. Do we like it? No. Does it make life easy here? No. It's a big struggle. And people see this on the horizon. And so the question becomes, what are we going to do? So you pair this with rising tensions. You look at the nations that are rising against each other and fighting and the rumors of wars. The things that we've talked about in the past, if you look at the Russia and Ukraine situation, which is developing the week that we're actually doing this podcast, that's developing and starting to turn into something all its own, but something again that's expected. Because as we reviewed in the past, the wars, the rumors of wars, illnesses, sicknesses, nation rising against nation, all of this is prophesied biblically and is 
supposed to happen? So the big question comes into play, what does this mean for us? How do we handle these things? How do we look at this and say, okay, we understand what's happening, but how do we get into a mindset of being okay that all of this is going on around us? Understanding fully whether we're saved or lost as humans, we cannot fix the issues that are plaguing the world today. It's a very difficult pill for a lot of people to swallow and they don't understand fully that they have no control over this situation and that everything that's happening right now is prophesied to happen in the Bible. So what do we do as believers? Let's take a look at this first. Where do we turn? Well, obviously we turn to our faith alone in Christ alone for our everlasting life because that should every day be our focus. But the difficulty with that, as we've talked about in the past, is how do we function in this lost, dying, and broken world as believers in Christ? How do we keep our eye on the prize of everlasting life while struggling to survive here and going through the day-to-day -day struggles of dealing with a difficult world to live in socially, economically? It's scary. It's a scary place to be as a believer because you still have to live through the day-to-day even though you have your eye on the prize of the day-to-day -day that's to come every day for eternity with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So as believers, we want to make sure that we are keeping ourselves aligned with the ultimate goal, which is to, during these difficult times, to make sure we use this as an opportunity to witness to people and to help them understand that even though these difficult times are hard for us to navigate through on a daily basis and are difficult for everyone to navigate through always, that we still have the peace that surpasses all understanding. And that peace comes from a relationship, a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So with that, let's turn to the Word. We're going to look at the Gospel of Matthew. We're going to take a look at chapter 6, and this is one of my favorite groups of passages in the Bible because it truly speaks to what we've talked about in the past, which is the unconditional love and security that's found in a personal relationship once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And for those that are lost and maybe searching and listening to this, please understand that, again, this salvation is open to everyone. The only thing you have to do is put your faith in Christ, and he will take care of the rest. You don't have to change anything about yourself. You don't have to do anything. The Spirit will do that for you once you put your faith alone in Christ alone, and you accept that his sacrifice, death, burial, and resurrection was sufficient for the payment of all of your sins, past, present, and future. And you don't have to do anything other than to just believe. Again, last week we talked about how people try to take that faith alone and Christ alone concept and expand it into something greater and saying, well, you have to automatically at that point change this, that, and the other about yourself. And you have to do something to add to that salvation and that free gift, which couldn't be further from the truth biblically and in concept in general it doesn't make sense that Christ would do what he did for us 
here on this earth and what he continues to do for us and preparing a place for us, none of that would make sense if you had to add to it because the human, again, is deficient and cannot add to the perfect, wonderful, glorious, and beautiful gift of the salvation offered through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So let's turn to the Gospel of Matthew and we'll go into chapter 6. Start with verse 25 and we'll read through 34. And I'll go through this and hopefully, as you're listening to this, and we're looking at the world crumbling around us and all of the prophecies of the Bible continuing to be fulfilled, hopefully this will give you some peace and comfort no matter where you are in your journey. Again, whether saved or lost, these words should offer you much comfort through these difficult times. So let's look at Matthew 6, 25 through 34 in context. Now this is Jesus speaking to his disciples. This was after the temptation from the devil, where he was tempted on all fronts, just like we are day in and day out. The devil tempted him, and Christ stood strong and revealed his deity in standing through that temptation, again, to show that he would be the perfect sacrifice for our sin. So he retreats to the top of the mountain, and his disciples come find him. And he's basically speaking to his disciples at this point, and talking to them about all things as it relates to faith, and the faith in him that is sufficient for your everlasting life, comfort, and security. Again, as you function through the times on this earth, and as we look more importantly to the life everlasting. So we'll start with verse 25, and this is again Jesus speaking to his disciples. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin, and yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all of these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So powerful. As we read through that, the comfort that Christ shares with his disciples, 
and the mission that he lays out for them to trust and to rest and to have faith that the Lord will provide. We tend to get caught up in this world with things of this world and creature comforts, if you will, from the human perspective. We need this or we need that. And I really need to do this and I need to do that. What we need to understand is that the Lord will take care of our needs. And 9.9999999 times out of 10, our quote-unquote needs are true once. They're desires from our mind. They're things that we think of and say, this would make me comfortable functioning here on this earth. This is what we need when in fact it's what we want. So with this chapter and verse set is speaking to what Jesus is telling his disciples is that the father knows what you need he will provide all of those needs he provides those needs to the things in nature look at the birds look at the grass it grows look at flowers they grow plants they grow the birds fly through the air they're taken care of they're provided with sustenance to sustain their lives so why would we not have the similar faith that the Lord will care for us that much more as his children? Because again, once we are saved, we're adopted into the family of God. And we are his children at that point. We're not just his creation anymore. We're his children. So as children of God, firm believers in Christ, our faith is where it's supposed to be. Why would the Lord not take care of you? And provide you everything you need. And again, we look at the life and we look at death. And for a believer, not that believers walk around having a death wish, but the book also talks about being absent from the body. Well, then you're instantly present with the Lord. Who wouldn't want that? That would be great. Now, obviously, there's worldly consequences to us leaving this earth. There's family left behind, there's sorrow, there's sadness of our departure. But for us as believers, we should have no fear of death. Have no fear of the sting of death because it won't sting for those believers. For us, death is a sweet release from the perils and the evils of this world. And we are instantly joined face to face with the creator and sustainer of the universe. And we live forever in his kingdom with him. What a glorious sight. And that's the overall point here, is that the Lord will provide what you need for the time that you need that he deems necessary for you to be here to serve for him. Now, as simplistic as that sounds, again, it becomes extremely complicated when you insert the human thought into that because man, again, wants to be in control wants to control his own destiny, wants to put his mind to something so he can accomplish anything. Well, again, all of that is nonsense when it comes to what our purpose is here on this earth. Our purpose and our sole function is to witness of the glory and the wonder and the free gift that Christ gave us in terms of his salvation that he offers us freely he has taken our place in terms of our sin debt. And that should be our primary focus, is sharing that good news with the entire world. However we have 
ourselves position on this earth, whatever our comfort level is on what we want, the good Lord knows what we need in order to be sufficient ambassadors for him. So that should be our focus in what we do day in and day out should be focused on being good ambassadors for him and whatever situation he has us in, we should be thankful. We should give thanks in all things and for all things, always, never ceasing, always be thankful for the situation that you're in. So if we look at the situation that the world's in now, as we talked about earlier, with everything going on right now, it's easy for us to look around and say, Oh no, this isn't a good situation. I'm scared. I don't know what's next. We don't know what's going to happen. This is craziness. It's chaos. The world is crumbling around us. Well, praise the Lord. Again, not that we hope for uh, instantaneous painful death, but at the end of the day, we understand as believers that what's going on in the world today is supposed to be happening. We understand that the comfort that's laid out in Matthew, is there for us as believers, and we should find true comfort in that. And understand that whether it's living comfortably in your dream house and just kicking back and relaxing and watching TV or waiting in bread lines, whatever situation we're in, from an economic perspective, from a social perspective, we should be praising and thanking the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for those circumstances because we know that whatever circumstance he has us in, we're there for a reason and we can still be an effective witness and testimony to his glory. So as we look at these things, friends, I want to encourage you, for those fellow believers who might be listening, to keep the faith in our Lord that he will provide for you everything that you need to be an effective witness for him in this world. And throughout biblical history, we've seen that. The Lord has taken people and given them what they need and equipped them with the armor that we talked about a couple weeks ago and strapped them up and said, hey, go in the battlefield and do what I need you to do. Here's everything you need. So have rest in that and trust that the Lord will take care of you as his children. For those that are non-believers that may have stumbled across this or are listening to this podcast, please understand that the Lord will take care of you. If you are a child of God and you are a born-again child of God, you have put your faith alone in Christ alone in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's finished work. If you've put your faith in that, then understand that you are now a child of God. And he will protect you, and he will watch out for you, and he will give you everything that you need. No matter how, quote-unquote, uncomfortable it may get in this earth, you will have everything you need to be an effective witness for him. So again, let that be our focus. I hope this helps during this time of chaos, (laughs) offers some sort of peace and calm amidst the chaos of this crazy crazy, crazy world. Thanks so much, friends. We appreciate you joining us once again this week, and may God continue to bless you, and may the peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be with you always.